Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian. Welcome to LA Clips Forum. My name is Brian Andrew. I am here with my co-host. Jesse Sandoval. What's up, guys? There was a delay, but Mm -hmm. you said it beautifully. Uh, yeah, I want to build up anticipation. That's why, you know, because one of these days, based on how I feel, like how you feel about the season, I'm going to be like, am I co-host? And it's going to be some random schmo. Like, it's not going <laughs> to, it's not going to be you. And there's like, oh, what happened to Jesse? Like, yeah, he's, he's like, I don't know. It's like, for all they know, you could have done that whole, have you seen, have you seen that like viral, uh, what is it? It's like, a hypnosis thing where like he tells you envision your name right and then like either you're envisioning the name it's tied your inside his hand and he lets it go and then the, they're like what's your name and then they forget what the mm-hmm. name is that's what that's what they don't know that you actually did that to me what this. when i hire someone to be my co-host i'm just gonna say hey your name's jesse sandoval <laughs> and everyone's gonna think you're doing it but everyone's gonna be like it's weird that you changed your voice like five times <laughs> it's like yeah that's uh, no, jesse I'm going to take your Twitter handle, too, and give it to somebody else. Photoshop their face in front of my face. What, my dad? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's been a while, right? It's, it's been like a, a week now. Um, it's been a week. We, we do this weekly. It's been a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I feel hmm. like we, we went from a weekend pod to a Monday, Tuesday pod. And I'm not going to lie. I like the schedule. I'm, I think we'll probably keep it moving forward. You know, finding time on the weekend, and sometimes when the weekend comes, I'll be honest, I, I don't want to like find time to record. So, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it's hard, it's hard to find the pleasure in recording right now. Um, let's be honest, guys, uh, the season has been brutal. Um, there's been some good things, right? Like, it's been some, and, and to be honest, this will probably be unless we figure something out our last podcast of 2022. Because I, I'm probably not going to be available because I'll be out of the country f- after Christmas, mm-hmm. and I don't expect you to do the pod. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I will, will. I'll be back a little after. I, I'll be back before the first, but I don't think we'll record before the first. So, okay. Um, yeah. So holiday holiday episode. Um, uh, insert. I don't know. I was gonna say Rudolph noise. I don't know if there's a Rudolph <laughs> noise. Hey, it's a me, Rudolph. Hey, hey. <laughs> it's Chris Pratt. It's Chris <laughs> voicing <laughs> Rudolph. Uh, um, my goodness. Give me so, some, give me something you like about the Clippers season so far. I want you to tell me something you like <sighs> before you give me something you dislike. Uh, I like that Zeus having a really good season. Uh, okay. He's finally getting a lot of exposure for being an underrated center in the league. Uh, Luke Kennard conti- continues to show how good he is and how needed he is in this team. Um, for all those trade rumors that was going on earlier, and granted, they might continue based on how everything's going right now. Um, but yeah, Luke Kennard and Zoov have been solid for me. Um, Terrence Mann finding his groove again. It seems like that's like 
basically the remedy for, or not remedy but like that is how t-man operates like he takes a couple of times to get adjusted and then finally when he finds it bam he takes off running so t-man has been fun enjoyable to watch love his energy um all right uh, i know you don't have anything else well what, <laughs> what what have you disliked and i'm pretty sure this will sound like a broken record but it's fine um it's yeah it's gonna sound like a broken record um i have not appreciated how ambiguous ambiguous the organization has been about Kauai and paul george uh, especially john wall's minute restriction that kind of, that's kind of weird too um it seems like they don't appreciate the fans in mm-hmm. a sense I, I, I've heard the argument where they're just protecting the players and the reputation and stuff like that. But um, the media is going to say whatever it wants to say, right? No matter what justification or what reason you give, they'll always come out with a negative narrative. That's the media. The, you should expect more from the fans. And the fact that you choose not to give out information um, really shows how much you appreciate them. And that's a little upsetting. And I hope uh, I hope it's a learning lesson for the Clippers because uh, I saw the turnout for the Wizards game. I I hope it wakes them up and shows that's not how an organization should run, um, especially for an organization that has diehard fans that <laughs> has stuck with this team for a long time. So, um, yeah, that's that's probably my my big pet peeve. It, it's a pet peeve of mine too and i don't agree with what i'm about to ask you mm-hmm. but i'm going to ask it anyways you know because we're podcast content people okay does it get to a point where it's like well what do you expect because this is just the way the organization runs because this is how they ran last year and the year before and so is it just you you've hit your limit or is it just like it... I, I got i got to the point where like so in the beginning of the season it was really frustrating um, because you're you're putting in context that Kawhi has been out of the seat, out of the NBA for so long, and there's been rumors that you know Kawhi had the surgery before you, it was even announced. So you know he had much more time if the rumors are true, and so there's a high expectation. Um, everyone's hyped on based on what the season was before without their stars and how well they how well they performed so you're thinking that we're going to come into the season as a dominant force and we've been not that um so i think that's why it was a little bit it hits you a little bit harder because you have such Mm -hmm. a bigger expectation now um and i think that's what made it so difficult in last season too because you know we saw how well the team was doing we had a seven game win streak with just paul george this team was coming back again, like was having 35 point comebacks, right? We're beating teams that sometimes we shouldn't have beaten. And we're thinking if Kawhi and Paul George comes back, this team is a force to be reckoned with, right? So there's a lot of expectations. There's a lot, not expectation, but there's a lot of hope because of what we saw on the product on the court. Um, and I think that's why it continued on to this season. If that makes any sense. <clears throat> if, Take take the the context of what we've done this season out, and let's just say it's a day before the season starts, and I tell you, it's December, and we're two and a half games behind 
first place and a game behind third place. And I don't know. I didn't look at the standings. Like I did, but it, it's changed, I feel like. All right. We're, yeah, we're not that far. So we're only two and a half games behind first place. We're a game and a half behind second place and a game behind third. Now that's going to change tonight because there's still NBA games being played. Mm-hmm. Um, would you have taken that? I, I guess, yes, I would, but I'll be quite quite honest if you gave me the context of how paul george and Kawhi have been playing or how they've been available then yeah i wouldn't take it i'd be upset with all right so because it's interesting the parody of the nba is really interesting because personally for me it's one of those things where it's like have the clippers been playing well no like you pointed it to me that they're the only team in the top six in the West that has a, a negative point differential. Um, so shows how well and how bad they're playing in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, if you told me there are two and a half games behind first place and, and all that, I would have assumed that they were playing well. And the top few teams were also playing well. And it's just the, th- those top three or four teams distance themselves away from the rest of the West. There's no way you could have told me that, that the Clippers would be like a fifth seed with a negative point differential and be two and a half games behind. Um, So I'm in like that weird point where it's like, realistically, I'm a little disappointed, but I am hopeful <laughs> that, all it takes is a few games to have their point differential averages to change. And then all of a sudden, like it could be like next week or something in their second place in the West and they hold that for the rest of the season. Then that's a pretty solid season. They're on pace right now though. to go like 46 and 36 or something like that. And that's not even good enough. I think to get a top six seed in the West, maybe this year because of the parody, but last year it wouldn't be. Yeah. So I, so it's like it's 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 odd. <laughs> and I don't know where I stand officially yet. I think so I I, I agree. I, I see your point, but when you actually see the product on the court and how inconsistent it can be, you know, it's that's when it kind of gets a little annoying, a little disappointing, right? Because we haven't seen Paul George and Kawhi play a lot of games together. Um, and some of the games that we saw them play uh, was pretty rough. And then we saw some games that were really good. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just been a mixed bag. Right. And you're hoping that at some point we need to start playing together and get a groove, put some win streaks together. Yeah. I thought of something this, I thought of this a couple of days ago when I thought we were going to record and uh, for whatever reason, uh, I didn't jot it down, but for some reason it just crossed my mind because I was thinking about <clears throat> we at least want this team to play together for a little bit before the season ends, and then when the season ends, they stay healthy for their run, right? And hopefully there's a run. I remember when Kawhi tore his ACL, right? And they weren't 100% sure what it was yet. And Kawhi went on that plane ride with the expectation that he was going to play in Utah. And then it swelled up on the plane ride. And then it was like, oh, 
this is serious. And then he flew back and then it turns out he was a partially torn ACL. For some reason, <clears throat> that in the quotes Kawhi has had makes me pretty damn positive that once the playoffs come, they're going to play through some though. Like, they're not doing it now, but if someone has a tweaked ankle, someone has a sore whatever, it seems like they'll play through it once the playoffs start. With the West being the West right now, there's a decent chance they, yeah, we're not going to look that great, but we could end up being a top three seed like everyone says we're supposed to be, have that home court advantage and be like have like the worst record <laughs> that any three seeds had in the last four or five years <laughs> and still and then but we we got to the dance with the seed we were supposed to get there and if we look going it good and going into the playoffs like are we just supposed to like really be that upset at that point um it's it's that it's just the feeling of like either the formula works or it doesn't and the odds are it's not going to work Mm-hmm. There's there's plenty of really good NBA teams and the East exactly. looks really right. good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That was that that was gonna be my point because I was gonna yeah. say like it's it's a huge what if right if this yeah. is the plan we're gonna go with it's a big assumption that we're gonna get it together to, right before we get into the playoffs and if we don't and we go in there trying to fit try and figure it out in the playoffs we're playing against really great teams and. <laughs> chances of our be- us beating a, a team in a seven game series like i don't know new orleans for example that's yeah. gonna be pretty rough because they're a pretty fast young team and to your point i really don't want us trying to figure it out in the playoffs that's why the bubble fell apart mm-hmm. is that we were trying to figure out how to get lou back in rhythm we we're trying to get Montrez back in rhythm and Paul George uh, was going through some stuff and it just, it just did not happen. And we were trying to make it work. We were forcing it and we got a three, one lead in the second round. Like if we just happen to get another game and that's like one of those situations too, where it's just like, maybe the team at that point was just good enough to go through some stuff and we'll see what would have happened if we played the Lakers, you know, but it's, it's one of those things like last, like two years ago when we went on our Western Conference run, we we were losing games with Paul George and Kawhi to like the Pelicans by like 20 something points. And we were like, what's up with this team? And that's the same year we lost by 50. And that's coming off the bubble. And we had plenty of doubts. And then they managed to put it all together. And we had the best team, uh, best team in franchise history. And that's a little sad. <laughs> you know, like. But it speaks volumes, and now it's like, all right, we reached we reach that point. Now we need to reach a higher point than that with a team that we expect to be this deep. But this team is not as deep as we thought it was last year. It's just, you know, it's just the truth. Like, we have a lot of players who are good, but what's the point of having depth if, like, we don't play Roko and stuff like that? And, mm-hmm. and some of these players are a little older. They've regressed, and... Like our point guard situation's a mess. John Wall's not playing good at all, but at the same time, I still like him. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like he turns the ball over. He's usually a negative on the court, but I enjoy watching him play. <laughs> and he he plays with energy. 
that the rest of the team doesn't feel like they normally have. Mm-hmm. Like Terrence Mann has it a little bit. Amir Coffee has it a little bit. The young guys at least do. Uh, and John Wall kind of plays like a young player. Makes mistakes, usually a net negative, stuff like that. But I don't know. It's Reggie Jackson's regressed a lot, but I like him a lot. But I feel like the goodwill that a lot of these role players earned with this team last year, that I think they kind of all lost it. Like I think everyone, uh, every every fan, I feel like I'm not gonna speak for every fan, but I think we're all kind of like, all right, thanks everyone. But everyone's expendable. <laughs> everyone, mm-hmm. everyone has trade value, and like, let's try to get the best player we can. Like yeah. at the end of the day, like I would love for Reggie to be on this team. I would love for all these players to be on this team when we win a championship. But uh, I also would hate if they were on this team and we fell short. So I'd rather win the championship. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're it's a cutthroat game. So it's whatever is best for the team. Um, but man, would I love to see Reggie get a championship with us? Uh, with that being said, I, I, I would too. And you know what? I've been secretly holding off on getting the statement jersey because i'm like i'm gonna get the player they trade for i'm gonna get that person in the statement jersey mm. and watch it's gonna be a player i absolutely hate it's gonna be like devin booker it's gonna it's gonna, it's gonna be like <laughs> it's gonna be like someone i didn't i don't like at all in the nba and i'm like uh, I, I guess i'm buying this <laughs> um but yeah we're starting to see more rumors throughout the nba of teams that are thinking about you know uh, cutting their rosters and like um just put it going on a fire sale and then we're hearing about teams that we expected to be on a fire sale are now like trying to compete and uh some disgruntled players and it's interesting because we get when it comes to the injuries we're pretty like negative about this team like well mm-hmm. you're not telling us anything but at least we're not hearing too much about players being unhappy here and i'm pretty sure there are some and not everyone not every player could be content with what's going on like we're hearing the frustrations when like players sit mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're not you see like hearing like oh this player wants to get traded yeah <laughs> you know stuff like that so yeah, it's it's an interesting time of the year. And by the time we do our next pod, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a huge shakeup. But I also wouldn't be surprised if there's a... I, hell, I wouldn't be surprised if we're in first place, or I wouldn't be surprised if we fall out of the play in by the time we record again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been that kind of season. Like Yeah, I don't I don't see a huge shakeup until they actually see the whole product on the court. Um and that's including Paul George and which may never happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah exactly everyone so, everyone practiced today right yeah, yeah they practiced. had a three-day they had a three-day game three-day off three-day off and everyone was available so um Kawhi said he's like he's feeling good he's feeling the best he's ever have um he looked really good in the wizards game um my my favorite I forgot who tweeted it, but someone said like when a three hundred pounds five six man says you don't look good. Yeah, <laughs> I saw Brian, that. It's Brian Winters telling Kawhi's not good. It's Kawhi's looked pretty good this last week. Yeah, de- like, yeah, definitely. I, I do not disagree at all with that. I forgot how good he is at basketball. I'm going to be honest with you. Like there was moments we've been talking about, especially with his injury stuff, where we've been like, oh, you know what? Maybe it's time we move on. Maybe it's time we. We use, you know, his 
um, his uh, star presence and bring in draft picks or something and just start over. And then I see him, you know, palm a basketball against the <laughs> Wizards and just like make it look easy. And I'm like, man, it's it, it's it's that weird feeling of like, man, I know this team maybe doesn't have it to win a championship right now, but man, it looks good when it looks good. <laughs> and yeah. It's probably only happened uh, for all the quarters we were supposed to not give this year. It's it's probably only happened for like <laughs> like nine quarters where we've we've looked like really good. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's 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 rough because there's really nothing much to say because at the end of the day, it goes down to Kawhi and Paul George. This team can only take us so far without Kawhi and Paul George. Even if we make a trade, even in my my whole case is even if we make a trade, we get another we get another decent third star player. Chances are we're not going far without Kawhi and Paul George. It, it's interesting because we do this podcast, right, and we run the Twitter Spaces, uh, and I'll be honest with you, as a fan, it's extremely tough for me to talk Clippers twenty four seven. I just I can't do it. Like I and to be honest, I'm not interested in doing it. I love the Clippers. Possibly, if I was not married and did not own my beautiful puppy, the Clippers would be the most important thing in my life. <laughs> and it it's, but even then, like I love talk. I love talking about the Clippers, but man, like breaking down every single thing to a to a statistic, and then being like, see here. And putting like stats in your face and being like, this is why this player sucks and we need to trade him. Or uh, seeing memes like AD plays more games than Kawhi and Paul George combined or something. Or like it's like constant Clipper stuff kind of makes me miss way back in the day where I didn't have a Clippers community and it was just me and a bunch of Laker friends. And I just had to defend, <laughs> I just had to defend my Clippers to a bunch of people who didn't know better. And then it, it it's kind of like, it's just like, you know, I miss that. I, you know, for example, this is a very filler part of the season. Like we either get out of it pretty well or we don't. And then at the end of the at the end of like the month and then at the end of the next month and then that month after that, we'll really be able to see where this team's at and then we'll make a trade and then we'll be able to mean you go back and forth on the trade and attacks and like, oh, see, we'll see how this goes. And then me and you might not talk for another month and then the playoffs come around and we're talking to each other off cliffs and stuff. And this is, this is where the podcast originally originally originated from was that we just wanted to uh, when the Clippers were making us depressed, that we would have a, a, an outlet to talk about it. And it's like, to me, it's like, man, like a Clipper season could be really soul crushing and I'm not ready in December to be soul crushed yet. <laughs> it, it's like, I need, I need time to let it, simmer and let it burn i know it's gonna come i've been a clippers fan for a long time and if it doesn't come i'll be even more i don't if the clippers won a championship i i might cry and not even know it might not hit me until like the offseason happens where i'm like the clippers actually won you know like but like to have to talk about the clippers constantly has really made it like Man, this season is not as bad as it should be, but it's also not as good as it should be. And the back and forth and the debates, it's just like, I'm, like, I'm just moderating them. And I'm like, all right, that's cool, guys. But I'm like, I'm, I'm just chilling. I'm just trying to watch this, the season. 
I, I totally understand because you're a very optimistic individual. So you're trying to look at the, the good things about the season so far and try and enjoy it. But when you're hearing constantly like 30 people in the space just complaining and like talking crap about how this season's not panning out how we expected, it's it just like, and you start regurgitating everything over and over again. It's just like, it's like this podcast right now. It's just like, let's be honest, like we're not giving any new information because there's nothing new that's going on, right? Like, no. yeah, we've won a couple games. Kawhi is looking good, but at the end of the day, Kawhi is not available. Padre is well, they have minute restrictions, I should say. So it's the same thing over and over. And it's like, and, it, and, it gets old. And what I would want us to do is be very authentic with our fan base. We do have oh. some loyal people who listen. And to be like, and just coming out here and just uh, like piling on stats that we don't care about mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, we're not going to do it to our fans. Eh. And if, if I may interject, um, and the spaces, you know, the spaces are that, you know, the, the spaces are for people to air their, yeah, whatever absolutely. the thoughts are. So we always welcome it. Um, I, luckily, Brian's the one that handles it the most. Uh, I've only done like one or two, but, you and know. Tra- and Trent's done the ones where we can't do, so kudos to him. And I, he, he looks like he genuinely enjoys it. And I'm not saying I don't enjoy it, but as a fan, just in general, talking about the Clippers 24-7, gets old and to be honest i like other sports too it's like it's like <laughs> eating your favorite dish for a month straight absolutely that's per- it's, that's, it's, the, that's a perfect way to put it it's not going to be your favorite dish you get tired of it you're gonna get sick of it it's going to overwhelm you just to the point where you're just like i don't want this anymore at all i don't want to see this if, <clears> if i ever see a lasagna again i am never going to eat that ever um like i don't know like i feel like defending the clippers right now is like defending the imagine dragons it's it's like it's not good at all but you're like look they're top on the billboard charts <laughs> they're top yeah. 10 on the billboards and you're like yeah but you know it's not good <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a really good illustration right because because like for example like last week they beat the celtics they didn't look that great against minnesota but they they grinded out a win and then if you skip the suns game the game Paul George and playing, it was really good to see Kawhi carry the Kawhi and Lucanard carry this team against the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Like there was three really good games last week to give like me a lot of optimism about this team moving forward. Yeah, but in the middle of that was that stupid Suns game. Where well, we the bed? Yeah, <laughs> like not only did we the bed, we didn't even try to the bed. yeah like we were we went we jumped on the bed to take a and we shit our pants instead and it was frustrating like and this is where i'm coming from it's like i'm not even trying to defend this team too much it's just like in my head it's like you know it's not all bad and it's not all good like i i personally feel like we need to make a trade like if we don't make a trade I'm going to be pretty annoyed and frustrated with this team. Mm. I'm already pretty annoyed and frustrated, but I'm still watching. Like, that's my squad. It's my ride or die. Like, it's, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I want them to win. I want them to succeed. Um, I don't care how ugly it looks. I just want, I just want it to happen. Mm-hmm. But that Suns game where they basically just said everybody. And it's a, it could be a potential tiebreaker game. It's a divisional rival. Devin Booker's coming back. And the funny thing is, 
we kind of stayed with them with basically our G League roster and a couple role players. And it's just like we couldn't figure out how to, I don't know, mathematically divide the roster up between them, that and the Timberwolves game. Were they trying to really like, hey, we'll for sure get the Timberwolves game. But between the Timberwolves and the Suns, why would you throw the Suns game? Mm-hmm. Like if Kawhi's not going to play that game and if Paul George was out, that's fine. Sure. If they're not going to play that game, but we've seen us at least throw out a competitive roster in those games where Kawhi and Paul George are not playing. But then, like, we sat Reggie, we sat Luke. We, it was just like, I understand everyone's hurt and we're trying to heal players. And yeah, maybe a back to back's not great. But then, like, have some players sit in the Timberwolves game. Mm-hmm. And it was to me, that was probably the most classless thing the Clippers have done this season. At, at like there was a lot of there's a lot of negative stuff that I've kind of list slide because like I'll always try to err on the caution of like you know there's probably a reason behind something but a divisional rival against Chris Paul who we all hate so we just saw two players that this this fan base absolutely hates and Chris Paul and Devin Booker just go off on the Clippers and make us look bad like we don't want to watch that <laughs> we don't want to watch those two cook and you know what i mean like why why us why would they do that to us and that to me that was just a very classless thing like come on like at least put somewhat of a competitive roster out there if you're gonna sit our two stars at least let everyone else play you've let reggie jackson you've let legit reggie jackson play with like what i thought was a concussion <laughs> and you're gonna say like just let him let him start the game and if he's not feeling it then yeah like um it, I don't know. Sorry. No, I, I get your point. Um, the Suns are in a shit team that no one likes, and that's the team that we want to beat. And we don't have no vendetta against Timberwolves. N- now that Pat Bev left, we don't give a shit, honestly. <laughs> Real quick, I know this is NBA Rebels thing. Do you see Pat Bev do the too small? Dude, oh my <laughs> when the God. Lakers, when the Lakers are down by like 20 something plus points. I was, I, okay. I might get a lot of flack for this, but I'll, I'll say this right now. I was talking to my coworker who's a Laker fan. I'm like, dude, now that I'm like a Clipper fan, I'm watching him because I love them the Rockets. And when he went on the when he went on the you know Clippers, I was super uh, stoked. Yeah, dude, me and you say. were both kind of excited to get Patrick Beverly in that Chris Paul deal. Yep, because uh, we knew what kind of player he was. We yeah. knew like he got on your skin. He plays really good defense, and we knew that he was going to be an asset for us. And then we, he trades the Timberwolves, okay, or Grizzlies to the Timberwolves, and we're like, okay, it's not as bad, right? But now watching him on the Lakers, like, dude, he's so cringy. It is cringy. He's all he was pretty cringy on the Clippers, but we were like, you know what? That's our guy. It's kind of like when we had Chris Paul, right? We we're like, yeah, he's a dirty player, but that's our guy. And then the moment they're not our guy, it's like, yo, well, he's we don't like him, and you know. The rose color glasses come off. That's the thing, absolutely right? right. Yeah, dating back to one of our original pods, the rose colored glasses, and like for example, I probably have rose colored glasses right now with John Wall. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like, 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 I like, I like watching him play, and I'm like, oh darn, you know what, you know what, John Wall has done to me. He, it's like I like him so much as a person, and I do get excited because he does do like a three minute stint in every game where it's like we're down by 10, and because he did some chaos stuff, we're now only down by three. Mm-hmm. And then he'll sit, take a spot up three, the other team makes a three, and we're down by six again. And it's like, ah, <laughs> like, uh, it's 
I've seen enough people talk crap about John Wall that now I feel bad when he gets a turnover. I don't get mad when he gets a turnover. I feel bad when he has a turnover. So yeah. I'm like, I really want him to succeed. I really want him to find a niche on this team. Or if not, we use him in a trade and he has a fine career there, especially everything he's been through and him trying mm-hmm. to come back and everyone doubting him. Like, keep in mind, he's one of the least expensive players on our team. Yeah. You know, like he's I'm rooting, I'm rooting for him. So I feel really bad when he makes a mistake. I I, I completely agree with you because that's how I feel when I hear more like backstories about players. I start rooting for them even more. So when I heard about like, you know, him losing his mother during COVID pandemic season and that kind of flew put him in a deep depression where he committed like thought about committing suicide, you know, because mm-hmm. he was no longer in the league. And then he does stuff in the community when he gets to LA. It's just it's very hard to root for root against him. You know, yeah. like uh, some people can be just like can look past that and just go at the guy. I can't because I, I know the background. I know what he went through, what he shared. So it's like, I want to root for this guy. I want him to succeed. I want to see him do really well with this team. I, did I say really well? <laughs> you know what? But it was cute. Oh, thank you. Um, if not, I hope if we do trade him, they go to a team where he can be successful and that he can be the player that he that he's supposed to be right he, he he's made his money i think he just wants to hoop and where i'm at with him too is i just want him to do well enough that yeah like he's he's just a fine player on this team and if it gets to a point where maybe he's unplayable then like let him sit in the back of the bench if we don't trade him right but then the team has to go out and get a better player to play the point guard situation maybe it's luke canard maybe it's terrence man i don't know we need to start playing roku man <laughs> okay so we didn't really bring it up. we brought up a little bit on the last pod do you feel like he's getting traded this reminds me a lot of the sergi baka stuff ah, everyone says he's a pro he's there just in case and what maybe it's the clippers plan to be like you know what we're going to run Morris and Batum to the ground, and then Rocco's going to play all those minutes at the end of the season, and maybe Rocco's the secret weapon in the playoffs. and Because the Clippers seem like they're front-running enough to think that. <laughs> it's... I, I don't know the strat. I don't understand the strategy. I don't understand what they're going. Because like even if Rocco's going to get traded, it's hard for me to see trade value with Roku if he's not producing on the court. You can go off last season but the question mark is why aren't they playing him are they playing him because there's a health issue are they playing him because they, you know he's not playing well or maybe he's being like a like a i'm not saying he is but maybe tyler doesn't like playing him maybe you can't trade a player who's hurt and i think that's their mentality is that roko's got a good enough resume that everyone knows what they're going to kind of get with him so or you know what you trade like we brought this on the last pod. Like you trade a young player, and then you use Roko's money to make it work, and so you get the young player plus Roko. Like yeah, well, it, in that situation, situation it works. But like we're not that far removed from the Trailblazer stint where he didn't play that well there, and he only had you know half a season with the Clippers where he did play well. So it's like hard for me to say like yeah, you know he had he's had enough good track record for you know, a team to take a shot on him. If I'm a contender, like if I have a surplus of players that I don't need in a certain position, 
and I could use a wing player with who possibly could be a three and D guy. <laughs> like we, me and you joke about the three and D thing because really we, like most of the time they're not really three and D players. <laughs> uh, what well, wasn't uh there's like a scene in um what's the uh, game of zones where he's like, uh, yeah. like a three three and D player, but really yeah, a three. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it was like uh. It was the Raptors magic trade that they're trying to do. He's like, he's kind of like a three and D guy. (laughs) What Uh, skills do you have? I'm a three and D guy or something. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Like. I'm sure there's a team out there that could use his skill set. I'll be honest with you, though. I wouldn't give up a ton to get him if I was another team. Like, I do think if they're thinking about trading him, they do need to let him have, like, five straight games of him playing, like, 15 to 20 minutes and just hope he doesn't get hurt. And then be like, all right, he's on the block now. Boom. Like, let let him, like, feed him, like, create plays for him where he's making three-pointers and he's doing all the little things on defense and then be like, all right, he's on the block. Now, everyone offer us what you want to offer. I don't know, but Brandon Boston's playing over him. Moses Brown's playing over him. <laughs> it's, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. No. Yeah, it, it's 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 intriguing. I'll say that. Intriguing, frustrating. We all have different. Because personally, personally, for me, it would be as well as he's been playing. Trade Morris plus a young player and see what we could get. Because I think a team might look at that Morris at least contributes in different aspects and he could you know play iso ball a little bit and uh he's proven that he can make tough shots and then you add brandon boston and jason preston or maybe one of them a draft pick you can might you might be able to get a disgruntled 20 something million dollar player yeah um uh, but i don't know like players that i like that i don't think are available Kevin Porter Jr., Siakam, you know, all the players that would help us win a championship, but no team's going to take our role players. <laughs> I would love Kevin Porter to randomly just have another one of his uh, uh, unlikable player traits happen in, in Houston, too, and then Houston's just going to give him away for nothing, and we get him for nothing. I'll force, force himself out. I love Kevin Porter Jr. Like, I don't know, I don't know what it is. The I think it's because he's a very inexpensive young player, and and a lot of people kind of miss Shea, and I feel like he could be like, uh, I don't know, like great value Shea, (laughs) 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 but he but he won't but he won't have to be, you know what I mean? He won't he wouldn't have to be because we already have like Paul and George and all that. Paul and George. Yeah, because it, it kind of gives you an idea of what could be, you know, what the team could be without after the two and three era, right? We'll we'll have him along with Brandon Boston, and believe it or not, Jason Preston <laughs> and Diabate, right? Um, Jason Preston is such a good G League point guard. I know he's out there looking like Chris Paul in in his heyday, looking like Magic Johnson. Uh, I try not to use former Utah Jazz point guards because of political reasons. Um, but Jason Preston's looking like a really good point guard out there in the G League. He goes to the NBA and it's like, man. Um, you forget to play. 
Yeah, you drink some Gatorade or something, man. You got to get some <laughs> get some electrolytes in your system. I, I think uh, I think everything you said right now for the whole from Roku to I guess your experience with the Clipper season really ca- encaps really captures what's going on, and I think you did a really good job in this podcast. I, I'm so not. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I don't even know what I said. <laughs> I I'm just shooting. I'm I'm just going from the hip, and I have no idea what I just said that made sense. So I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Well, I'll have to when I listen back when I edit this. I'll probably be like, man, I still don't know what I said. <laughs> You'll probably be like editing it out, taking everything out, and go like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I was too real for the Clipper community. Uh, yeah, but they need to do something. Yeah. And, no. but, and deep down. I love some Musa Diabate. Obviously, this pod was not going to go on the air without a Musa Diabate reference. I love him. But there is a secret part of me that wants him to just stay in the G League so he could just, you know, get that G League championship for us. Because if he's down there, we're going to win a championship. I guarantee it. But if he's, you know, quieting it up, you know, he's not playing back-to-backs in the G League and he's coming up to the NBA (laughs) and play some role in it. Like, that's what frustrated me. A little bit too. Uh, it was the it was the Ontario Clippers' coach's birthday last week, and there's pictures of the Ontario Clippers like having a slice of cake, while the Clippers had Musa Diabate get his ass handed to him in that Phoenix Suns game because no one else was playing. So they sent him up just to have just to get his ass kicked, <laughs> while everyone on the Ontario Clippers had cake, and it, it was like, dude, my my guy missed out on cake. Because the Clippers were selfish enough not to play enough players in that Phoenix game, it it I don't know why I got really pissed off at that. Diabate missed out on Costco cake. <laughs> yeah, like like it didn't even look like it was that good. But everyone was happy. Everyone's like, oh, vibing. Like, you know, happy birthday, coach. You know, and this was cake with like eighty percent frosting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> while while uh, my guy Musa had to watch uh, Devin Booker uh, heat up up close and personal, and you know, like you couldn't just let him chill in the G League for like you know, I I know I understand the Clippers needed enough players to play in that game, but you know, like I said, going back, you know, maybe treat the game like it matters. I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. If you're gonna call Musa up, like let it be a competitive game at least. Like, well, since I have to ask, since since you're a huge fan of Musa. How did yes. you feel about the Wizard team when he started? Oh, okay. So me and you that morning. No one cares about the actual game, right? Everyone watched the game. Everyone cares about our backstory to the to the. Game. I'm texting you and I'm texting a friend of ours, and we're like, "Hey, are you going to the game?" And we're all like, "I don't feel like driving. I don't feel like going." And then about an hour and ten minutes before game time or something like that, I found out Musa's going to start. I got in my car and just headed straight to crypto. I had no plan. I didn't know what I was going to do. And I show up. And the crowd didn't really care (laughs) when his name was announced in the starting lineup. But I was hype. Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, cool, Musa. And like, I'm like, oh, that doing a hard clap. I did a hard (laughs) clap for Musa. Uh, Like a proud father. Crypto didn't have any ICs, so it was kind of a. It was they, they, had, they had like one cherry IC and a pretzel, pretzel or anti. I don't know. I think it's wrestle pretzels at crypto. 
And I was like, oh man, this is this is sad. Uh, but they did have soft serve at the burger plate. I did not know if you look at the menu on top, there's no soft serve, but if you click on the tap screen, there's soft serve. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. So there the soft serve was actually the soft serve hit a little bit. So that's oh, well, the... that killed my joke. I was gonna say crypto is just uh, a giant McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Icy doesn't work. Well, have you ever been to a 7-Eleven trying to get a Slurpee and all the red dots are... Oh, on the... dude, yes, yes. Ima- imagine, imagine doing like a two-mile trek around Crypto.com Arena looking for an IC and all of them are red dots or just cover the machine in general. And like, like no one came at 9 a.m. to make sure the ICs worked. Like... Dude, for a stadium that's a giant circle, it's a f-ing pain in the ass to find things. <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> because it's not like the options are that good anyway. But then you show up and you're like, you know, I'm kind of in the mood for this. I'll go get this. Right. And then they always forget something in your order (laughs) that you wanted (laughs) a and then B. Like you do the touchscreen thing and then you just got to hope that they're going to give you your order by then. You have 10 seconds to take a screenshot of your receipt or whatever. And then you just got (laughs) to hope you just got to hope that they, they know that they're gonna look at the, that guy. Looks like a Brian, and he's the one who ordered the weird amount of food. Okay, I'll I'll get him. You just got hope. It's, Dude, it, it's it's a faith it's a faith based system in crypto.com. <laughs> the game I went without you, and I went with Jake. Mm-hmm. I waited a legit thirty minutes for one of my meals, like 30, 30 to forty minutes for one of the meals, and it was mm-hmm. just a burger. That's all it was. That's and I weird. was just like, I'm not I'm not trying to be like you know it is what it is. They're backed up, but I was like. I'm seeing people get called that were like behind me. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I go up, I'm like, did you call this number? Like, no, we didn't call that number. Like, all right, that's weird. But yeah, it's like, it's so weirdly designed, like, designed because it's like, it's a giant circle. Right. Sorry, my arm was in the way of the mic. So you probably got bad audio there. But it's like a giant circle, but it's oddly spaced out and it's always like a repetitive, like, food thing right so you always get like a how like a street dog and then you go like a quarter of the circle and then you'll randomly see another street dog and then like you'll see nothing for like a mile and then, you, <laughs> <laughs> and then randomly you'll see like uh the gold golden road whatever whatever that beer thing mm-hmm. is you know uh yeah it's poor design and, i'm and looking then, forward and, to the new stadium and then when you're on the third floor there's like food places on the corners and then you go through a weird stretch where you feel like you're going to accidentally just walk off the arena. And then you're like, and then you're like, Oh, where am I? Okay. And then you're like, Oh, okay. Never mind. Here's the other team store that has stuff from 2019. Great. <laughs> That's and, a good one. Spot on that one. And then, Irritating. And then there's always someone trying to hand me a ticket and then, tell me to do extra work <laughs> like hey take this ticket and then fill in your information on this ipad I'm, I'm just trying to find an icy i'm not i as you could tell i went to this game by myself i'm not trying to interact with people <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying just trying to watch Kawhi hoop and drink an icy and apparently i'm only getting, getting to watch Kawhi hoop so <laughs> which wasn't that bad right which um, it, was, it wasn't bad at all i wore my Kawhi jersey i i recently got it it was on sale and uh saw Musa start. It was really good. And I saw Luke Kennard go off. And it was a good game. And I'm hoping that we could build off of that. And most likely we won't. 
We're <laughs> we're a few. We're only like a game and a half. We're two and a half games behind first place. A game game and a half behind another place. <laughs> I'm not even gonna look at which one it is. Uh, and you know what? We play the Hornets on Wednesday, and we could easily just lose that game, and then all of us go back to Depressville. And then we play the 76ers on Friday, which is a toss up because the fe- the 76ers could be having the game of their life, and Doc Rivers is still coaching that game. So <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Uh, but and then it goes into you know I find it interesting that the Lakers have a Christmas game and we don't, but it's fine. I guess we get to take a day off and watch a Clippers basketball and just enjoy our friends and stuff. We're just gonna see the Lakers get beat, so it's all good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Clipper Ontario Clippers on Thursday will play in the Showcase Finals. Maybe the Clippers will finally bring a banner home. <laughs> <laughs> Put it over the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> every every it's, it's Ontario Clippers uh to 2022 showcase uh champions. <laughs> like that's all I'll see, dude. And just like it's just a long banner that they put across all the other ones. You you only see like half the Chick Hearn uh jersey. <laughs> and like in the middle, dead center, that's not taking a lot of space. This is 2022, that's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all you need. Enough to cover the other Laker jerseys. And, pa- and banners um yeah uh i hope we beat the hornets um 76ers are this, is that at home no it's on it's on the road so the hornets is at home though right yeah we're on we're at home for the hornets then we're on the road for the sixers hmm. and then we're on the road for the pistons and then we're on the road for the celtics and then we're on the road for the Pacers, and we play the Raptors in the middle, yeah, somewhere in there. Twenty seven, which, which is they're all road games, so they're going to be tough, but they're all winnable games. Like by the time we do a podcast again, like if we go six and zero on that stretch, there should be no reason why we're not at least second seed in the West. Now, are we going to go six and zero? Probably not. But <laughs> if we go six and zero, there should be no reason why we're not second place in the West. I absolutely agree with that. But, you know, um, there's so much parity. I think the this, this Phoenix Suns were, like, first place at the beginning of the month or something like that, and now they're, like, fifth place right above us. So, or f- I don't know. Wasn't it, like, a statistic? They're, like, one in six since uh, Kanye said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't like me. I don't like me some Chris Paul, so. Yeah, neither do I. So I hope they continue to lose. I continue. I hope they continue stuck, and I hope their new owner uh, is really cheap and doesn't want to. <laughs> oh, that w- that would be so good. All right. Um, got any more Clipper stuff? No. Um, just try to be optimistic. I'm gonna try to be optimistic. That's that's you know my what? whole thing now. You, you don't have to be. Just because I am doesn't mean you have to be. And to be honest, it's not total optimism. All right. All right, all right. The Clippers, not to, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, to be honest. I'm not even that optimistic. I'm just like, if you don't have a little bit of hope, then what's the point? Like, like if you're not, if it like what's like, like just go watch the NFL or something. Like, if if you don't have a little bit of hope, then I'm what, just gonna watch Desmond Ritter throw 23 passes and only have like 60 yards. <laughs> yeah, there's really nothing much to be sorry. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd, you're like I'd rather watch the Clippers go 18 to 14. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, you can find this podcast wherever you find your podcasts. Um, 
We're on Twitter at Ellie Clips Forum. We do Twitter spaces. If we're not doing a Twitter space, then Trent is doing a Twitter space at Clippers9450. We appreciate everyone for spending your time with us because you could literally be doing anything with your time. You don't have to be listening about the Clippers 24-7, but you are. So we appreciate it. You guys can be doing it sadistic person you yeah i i used to listen about the clippers 24 7 last year and this year i am not so <laughs> there we go it's it's good for my mental health it's, uh, that's difficult. um yeah and appreciate everyone who listens to the jingle at the beginning and stayed for the rest of the pod and we have a three dollar patreon you can sign up we do sports leagues. Maybe we'll sign up and do a baseball one coming up. Maybe we won't. I feel like it's a very complicated, complex uh, fantasy sports thing to be part of. So maybe we'll just wait for football next year. Uh, but we also have other pods. And I'm going to announce it right now without even discussing it with you, Jesse. We're going to do at least a tiny mini pod of the Ontario Clippers that we're going to put on the Patreon starting after we come back from the holidays <laughs> <laughs> i sign out uh, <laughs> it, it, it's it's the new co-host jesse sandoval it's, it's one of the new ones um yeah you know what you're gonna get my instant reaction right now i love the idea of brian i love it you know what i'm gonna tell you right now because I, I will put money on this if as long as moose is in the g league the ontario clippers are going to be more successful than the los angeles that's, that's exactly why i want to do this because i feel like that's going to be the only bright spot this season is getting to see the g league team dominate and um i hope it happens i hope the ontario clippers win a g league championship and they have a parade and it's like by the bj's and down 4th Street by Ontario Mills. It's like by the BJs and uh, uh, the Lazy Dog <laughs> down there. And you're just like, I, I, I hope I hope they do it. Um, <laughs> you're going to buy Musa, Bonta, uh, Musa Candy Bacon? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can. Okay. Someone's listening to this pod who could help, out, could help us out with this. I've been tweeting at the Ontario Clippers Twitter about getting Ontario Clippers Musa Diabati jersey. If someone could help us out with that, we would appreciate it. On that note, on that note, we're out. (laughs) (laughs) Later.